You are listening to the Flea Flicker Podcast. What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Flea Flicker NFL Show. I'm your host, Aribu Mar, and I'm joined by my close friend, Amal Ronek. What's up, Amal? What's up, man? So uh, let's just dive right into it. Um, I want to talk about Patrick Mahomes. That, yeah, that's another interesting topic that we're going to go through. And we'll also talk about the Colts upsetting the Chiefs. That was also like completely unexpected, even as a Colts fan. That was very interesting. Yeah, to we see. both picked um, the Chiefs to win it. Yeah, and then we'll also be talking about later on Jay Gruden and uh, his uh, recency of him getting fired from the Redskins. And uh, even there's allegations of him even smoking weed. That's even Oh, and he was like hitting on some young girls too. It was really (laughs) weird. (laughs) And then uh, we'll also be talking about uh, Christian McCaffrey and how he's right now in MVP talks, serious MVP talks into becoming this next league MVPs. Then we'll give bold predictions on uh, some major bold predictions on what will happen this year and uh, in the future. And also we'll be giving, as of right now, our season MVP votes. I think we can do that as well. And then we'll end it with a recap of last week. And then what's going to happen this upcoming week and give our predict- game predictions. Yep. Week six game predictions. It's already been six weeks. That's, that's it's crazy. crazy, yeah. Okay, right. so um, let's dive right into it. Um, the Colts, I, we were talking about this before we started and how you were like, you were still throwing shade at um, Josh McDaniels for, you know, just completely jumping shit. I, I, I was just off. Yeah, but when you think about it, Frank Reich was for sure. I mean, you couldn't expect more no, from Frank. No, 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 of course, yeah. I mean, I wasn't skeptical at all, even during the signing. I was still like, I was pretty excited because I mean, he just led the Eagles to the Super Bowl as offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. So I mean, who knows what he would do with Andrew Luck at quarterback? So I thought it was I thought it was uh, I thought he was a good signing. So I was very happy with him as head coach, and. Clearly, he even showed it today with uh, uh, this past week when he beat the Kansas City Chiefs, who were undefeated. There's only happy. two undefeated teams left. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> now, one of them is probably more crazy than the other. <laughs> <laughs> the San Francisco 49ers. But yeah. Uh, I was more surprised in this game about how Patrick Mahomes played. I think he was like, I don't know, it just didn't seem like Patrick Mahomes. He did really in the one touchdown pass he threw though it was exceptional. Mm-hmm. He was like running. That was one of the best plays I've seen this at, year. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was like, it was like he was like running. I think close to like twenty yards in that play alone, and still got the touchdown. I saw he ran. I think sixty yards in that play. Oh really? It was either forty or sixty. I don't remember yeah, the real yeah. number. Because he, he kept ran, on running. He was running around in circles like crazy. And then he then he eventually threw the ball to uh, Pringle and got the touchdown. That just shows you. Well, one thing it shows you that he's such a good player that he's getting some guy named Pringle touchdowns in like a hundred yard game yeah he but had also yeah he had a hundred yards in a touchdown. um i think i saw a colts player say this after the game it was like that play was amazing but the fact that we have like the only way he could score was by making those amazing plays is testament to how good our defense was. correct i 100 percent agree with that their, yeah, yeah. their defense good. was playing amazing uh darius leonard was out uh for those of you who don't know you know all pro linebacker just not in the game you got malik hooker he's a pro bowl safety 
he he's out with the meniscus. When is is he coming back this year? Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, he's out for like four to six weeks. He has okay. a torn meniscus. He has a torn meniscus right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he'll he'll be back though for sure. Um, and then Darius Leonard's now out of concussion protocol, so he should be back. But we also played with like a hurt Marlon Mack and T. Y. Hilton. T. Y. Hilton didn't really play like up to par, I guess you could say. He had four receptions for thirty-seven yards. But Marlon Mack, my goodness. It's not even just Marlon Mack. I mean, the entire rushing crew just carried. Because Brissett didn't have that much offense with him. He had 150 yards and a pick. But Marlon Mack really carried. He had 132 rushing yards on 29 carries. And uh, Wilkins also had 28 yards. So, I mean, just the rushing game altogether. Just compare that to the Chiefs, who had 40 combined rushing yards. It's just... It's, it's not even comparable. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, the Colts... I think this gives a testament to how good their O-line is. Because, I mean, if they're running the ball close to 35, 40 times a game, yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't, that's, all, it's all the O-line. And I'm pretty sure you've seen, like, Quentin Nelson, like, he has, like, a hat that says, run the ball or something uh, like that. Uh, yeah, it's like, yeah. run the damn ball. <laughs> <laughs> run the damn I'd ball. I love that. That's amazing. And, I mean, it works. Because Brissett only threw 29 times that game, so mm-hmm. it's, it definitely works, but I mean, Mahomes. I also saw he was like limping a lot throughout the game. Yeah, I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, so, I I mean, I, so obviously he's he's playing hurt now. I I mean I think that's pretty obvious because I'm pretty sure, I don't, I don't know don't quote me on this, but the Lions game he was also limping Correct, and yeah. I think he got hurt like week one. He was limping then too. Yes. So I don't know if this is like a fresh injury or like you know like just a continuous thing that keeps on happening and the thing is it's i don't know if it's how like how major it's gonna be because it's probably affecting his ability to run around which like when you think about it i think i saw this stat again don't remember the number saw this on twitter but he was like the number one player when it comes to um throwing on the run and it was like a huge margin richard trubisky was actually on that top five list by the way because um, <laughs> I mean, but he was he's also mobile. Apparently, so. he's better, uh, you know, running and throwing than just throwing from the clean pocket. But that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's playing hurt, and that's definitely gonna. I think that's impacted their offense because, like, he's one of the more mobile quarterbacks in the league, and so many of his plays come from him scrambling. You saw it on that one touchdown pass. He's that's literally how he makes like a ton of his big plays. So we'll see how like that injury impacts him later on if it sticks around and whether or not he's going to be the same mobile player. But again, it's not a major injury, but it's just something to look at. I think definitely, yeah. Uh, I was kind of, I mean, Damian Williams did not impress me at all. Lashawn McCoy didn't get a single carry. Lashawn McCoy did not get any carries. He was there as a receiving back this game and didn't even do well in receiving. He had two receptions for twenty three yards, and I mean. Just I don't. It's like an off performance from Mahomes. He only had one touchdown. I was quite surprised. That's two off performances in a row. So he had one touchdown combined mm-hmm. in the last two, two games. Yeah. So I think as a fan of football, I'm excited because I'm tired of seeing teams like the Chiefs going off and scoring like 35 points a game. I like seeing like the fact that two defenses in a row have been able to almost crack this defense down, uh, this offense down, and they're limiting their offensive production. I think as a fan of football in general, that's just like amazing to see. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and even like Mahomes, even we'll talk about it like later on when we get to the game predictions for this upcoming week. 
they're against the Texas uh, Texans. So mm-hmm. that's going to be uh, that's also going to be they have a really good defense, a formidable defense that they have with um, with the with JJ Watt and their D line. So that's going to be and the Colts weren't even at full strength, so that's even more impressive how they're they were like losing people like flies. It's almost I I can't compare it to the Eagles because the Eagles were just dead on their offense <laughs> on their defense. But I mean, they were close to that. You guys are losing players for oh, sure. Yeah, it, it it was quite impressive. I think Justin Houston was the MVP of that. He won a defensive team. player of the week for yeah, the exactly. AFC. Yeah, exactly. He had uh, he had seventy eight and a half. All right, so in this the time with his Chiefs, he had seventy eight and a half sacks during eight seasons with mm-hmm. the Chiefs. So I mean, he was definitely a good player for the Chiefs. He gave his revenge to the Chiefs. The Chiefs wanted like uh, he, he wanted to want, go back. He wanted right? to go back, yeah. and the Chiefs were like, "No," so then cut him. And, and then now, now he's he, on the Colts. He helps so. them win that game for sure. And then he took his anger out 100%. <laughs> but I think see it, in the though. Chiefs side, their defense was just it was just horrendous, though. Like the pass interference calls, I think mm-hmm. that's insane. Bashad, I think his name's Breland, Bashad Breland. Bashad Breland. Yeah, Breland, he yeah. was like flagged four times for 68 yards. And like he had a 53-yard pass interference call. It was like... It was I remember that. It's like he... I think didn't he like literally like push the guy? He literally pushed the guy. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just mm-hmm. insane. I mean, I I could not. I mean, it's just insane. Yeah, I I think also the Colts they lost Kenny Moore in their in the first half, and uh, that was another big injury. But it clearly didn't affect them because I mean Mahomes cannot capitalize on the touchdowns even with the injuries. Also, I was very happy that Adam Vinatieri hit his uh, field goals. He, <laughs> I he was, was wondering. He scored the most points for the Colts. I remember a couple of weeks ago, it was like he was coming out with an announcement, but and I thought he was going to retire, but I don't remember but, ever seeing an announcement. Yeah, I think like, <laughs> no, he was definitely going to retire, and then and he just didn't. He just didn't because I think the Colts like needed, needed him. him. Yes, yeah, so, I mean they're playing Cause, good because the remaining kickers on the market aren't like up yeah. to par to him. Even with him performing <laughs> poorly in the past, yeah, year, I mean, he's. I think he's going to retire after this year for sure. I think we'll, he, but will, we'll see. But... Um, one thing I wanted to talk about was I remember seeing this. Um, Eric Ebron, what is up with that? Because last year he was playing really good, and now he's like getting out snapped by um both um Jackdo and Mo Alicox. Yeah, I I mean even targets. Eric Ebron only had four targets that game and only got one reception for eight yards. He did. I mean, he did well last week because he had one 60-yard touchdown. I mm-hmm. think that was how majority of his points came through. Uh, he, I don't know why he's not. Is maybe he it's not the maybe? system. No, he's it's not, the same system. Though, it's, right? Hey, that's what I thought. Maybe like Brissett isn't looking at that's him true. the most. Uh-huh. And Doyle was hurt most of, most of the year last year, and he's back in the offense. And Doyle and him are like almost the same player. Yeah. Like in terms of like talent, mm-hmm. so. Maybe that's affecting them, but even Mo Ali Cox getting more like that's crazy. Uh, yeah, I think the crazier things I remember his name is Mo Ali Cox. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, and also Paris Campbell didn't play today. Play this past week, I think he'll be back on the roster. So. Who else is injured on that Colts team? They have a ton of injured they players. Have a ton, yeah, I think they'll they'll be back though. I think mm-hmm. Leonard's coming back, so. And I think Mac will be healthy for next week. Same with Hilton. They both he still played, played good. He had like 132 yards. I yeah. Think, yeah. So, so, yeah. I mean, he's top five in good. the rushing um, leaders 
this. Which makes sense because, I mean, the Colts are now based on a run team. Mm-hmm. They're a run team. Um, I wanted to talk about Jacoby Brissett real quick because I remember we talked about – I wanted to talk about whether or not you think he's a franchise quarterback yet. And after this game, what do you think as a Colts fan? See, uh, being franchise quarterback, I, I mean, I'm not sure yet because his performance wasn't really up to par either. He had 150 yards and a pick. So I can't really say – I mean, he ran the ball most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's like, I wouldn't say he did poorly, but he's he, still like, he's like, high in the he's stats, like, though, he's right? like kind of like what Bridgewater is doing, like treading water. But I think he's doing above that. Oh, he's, he's doing, because he's actually putting he's, up numbers. He's too. actually putting up numbers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, excluding this game, he's been doing well like almost every week. Yeah. So, I think uh, mm-hmm. overall, I think as of right now, I have no problem with him as the starting quarterback for the Colts. And I don't think there's what anyone about on the market that could really okay. affect him. You traded, what, a third-round pick for him, right? Yeah. Okay. And he was drafted in the third round. So, right now, his touchdown-to-interception ratio is 10 for 3. That's really good. I mean, that puts them, like, what, he's top. He's tied for 8th in the league for touchdowns. And he's tied with Tom Brady and Carson Wentz. So, like, he's still playing. He's still a good player. Yeah. Um. Let's transition to the um, to the su- surprise and air quotes firing of the week in Jay Gruden. I love that we just got to talk about it last week yeah, about him being bad, and then week. he just got fired. That's amazing. I mean, he deserves to get fired. He got he got completely killed against the Patriots. Does anyone deserve to get woken up at fi- for a 5 a.m. meeting, though, to get fired? I mean, I, I don't know, man. There were also <laughs> allegations of him. I mean, like I already talked about like him, like the weed thing. But, I mean, I think he should have gotten fired. Uh, but, I mean, the recent rumors are now coming out that he could uh, sign with the... With His the brother, yep, yeah. John Gruden. And John Gruden's like, welcome to the NFL world. When he got... His reaction to him getting fired, like, welcome to the club. Yeah. I mean, it's like they're zero and five, so that's all I gotta say. They're not that. a good team, though. Like, I mean, you, they're they're okay when they're healthy. When you think about it, last year they were five and two. They're winning the NFC East. Okay, they're beating two playoff teams. They're leading both playoff teams, the Cowboys and the Eagles, who both made it. They were in the lead, and then what's his face? Oh, Alex Smith. Alex he just pulled a what is his name, Joe Theismann, yeah. and just completely butchered his leg. And after that. Injuries kept on piling up, and he went downhill. I think we talked about this last week. I don't want to touch, like talk about it even that, like that much more. But Jay Gruden's like an okay coach. He's not amazing. He's just okay, and um, he's produced a lot of good coaches. Like it's so sad. Stuff. We were talking about this before too. Um, Matt Lafleur came from there. Kyle Shanahan and the Wonder Coach Sean McVay. All three of those guys are head coaches right now. Their teams are all doing really good. And me, Shanahan, yeah, Shanahan. Shanahan's. I mean, you can't fault him for having an easy schedule. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like he's winning all these games, completely torched the Browns, the Browns who torched the Ravens the week before. So it's like, yeah, no, the Ravens are still a good team. Like you can't. Yeah, the Redskins did pro- pro- uh, produce a lot of great coaches, and then Mike, and then Jay Gruden was the coach throughout that entire tenure for yeah. all those assistants. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that. I don't know if that gives a testament for how good he is. I mean, he's a very good offensive coach, though. Mm-hmm. Joe, uh, Jay Gruden. I think that's why the Raiders are looking into signing him. They don't have that much talent on their team, though. I mean, I looked at this. Terry McLaurin, he's an amazing rookie wide receiver. Also, Geis he was is hurt. Geis is hurt. Yeah. You got you got like seventy nine year old AP running the ball yeah. in the backfield. Yeah. You got um, 
Eric Flowers is your starting left guard. Eric Flowers. Yeah. He's literally known as being the turnstile. Like, yeah, he's true. he's your he's your left guard. You got Donald Penn. He's like eighty years old. I mean, he's good. Brandon Sheriff. He's a really good player on their offensive line. He's always hurt. Morgan Moses is okay. And then on the defensive line, you got um Jonathan Allen, Daron Payne, Ryan Kerrigan. All three of those guys, they're good. So yeah. like they have decent defensive talent. But when you think about it, they don't have that much. Like I'm I've been following this team obviously because I'm an Eagles fan, so I followed like my yeah. rivals. They don't have much talent. I mean, they have Josh Norman and Landon Collins on that defense, and then after those three guys I mentioned before, there's literally no one. Like Jonathan Allen's pretty good. Yeah, I mean that's not, I already said his name though. Yeah. Like and Matt I Matt and I Matt, I don't know his name. Matt Ioannidis. He's good. Yeah, he's okay. Uh, he's, uh, but like, the Redskins defense is definitely below card. Don't get it. Don't no, get all it. these, I mean, these are all names that I recognize, but they're not like, no superstars on that defense. You got like five yeah. names that I recognize that are like good players, but not amazing. Yeah, for sure. And then everyone else is just like a no-name player. Yeah, Norman was. And Norman just went downhill. He went downhill, so. I think it might be the system. To be honest, I think and it then, might be the system. Obviously, he's aged too. I mean, it's been five years, I think, since yeah. that twenty fifteen season. I think season, you can so. definitely. Also, the quarterback. I think they should. I think after now, I think they should start Dwayne Haskins. I just wanted to ask you. Um, I just saw this right now before we started. Um, who what's his face? Oh, Case Keenum is gonna start if he's yeah. healthy. He's, yeah, he's if ready not, then Colt McCoy. Yeah, but I, like I, my, I'm with you on this one. I think you should start Dwayne Haskins. Now, yeah, because now I actually feel bad for him. Like, now he's going through a bunch of new coaches. Yeah. The interim coach, I think he's like, I think he should make make the call. and just start Haskins. Start Haskins. And I can understand, like, even the Giants, they were, like, hesitant starting Daniel Jones because they they didn't want to, like, they got scared, I guess. Because, mm-hmm. like, it may be too early. Because I think even like Jared Goff, when he was a rookie, he didn't start initially. And then he did start. And then he terrible. started. But that learning experience is probably it's, vital it's, for it's, him. it's The learning experience is definitely needed, yeah. I mean, uh, I think, I remember when Wentz got drafted, everyone wanted us to sit him, play Bradford, right? And obviously, you know, stuff felt like we got really lucky with, I don't want to say this, lucky, but Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. So, like, obviously I don't want to say lucky because of health, but, like, we got a first round pick for him for Bradford, yeah. Because of that, and we got to start once, and here we have, you know, like a top ten quarterback, and I'm happy about that. And I think redshirting, Mahomes, I think was the best. Example. Mahomes is the only good example of redshirting I can think of. Most quarterbacks he, are getting he thrown. He played in. one game, and it was the last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that is that really even redshirting? You got like a Pro Bowl quarterback there. I mean, like. What are you just gonna do? What do you like? Cause yeah, no, because no, Alex Smith was like really good. Yeah, game. what are you gonna do? Just not. I would have even started Alex Smith. Then, yeah, obviously, I would start out because you have to have a good team who's competitive and exactly. Like, and then it paid off because I mean they traded Alex Smith and they got season, picks and, and then, then they uh, and then you got MVP caliber Holmes somehow. I don't know how that happened, but boom, he just showed they, up. But they expected it, so <laughs> I don't think anyone expects their quarterback to throw fifty touchdowns in the. Second year. I mean oh. that that they don't expect that, but I know they they expected him to be like to like mm-hmm. step in. They they thought he would exceed the shoes that uh, Alex Smith wore. But I think generally, just if you're drafting a young quarterback and like with a first round pick, I think you start them as early as you can. I, I think, think so generally, too. like you got Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, um, Deshaun Watson. Who yeah. else? Um, Trubisky. Sean Watson did start his rookie year. He did start, and he th- did, those players are good. They did start people like 
initially. Like he wasn't an immediate yeah, starter. Savage was playing like the first couple of weeks. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once you what, like, I think, what's the point of just sitting them down and like you know, I mean, like you can learn the playbook, sure, but like, I, I mean, obviously it takes time to learn the offensive offensive system and all that. But the best way to learn it is by getting game reps. Like practice reps aren't going to cut it exactly. when you're playing in the big leagues. So I think. I mean, I don't understand the, ch- the choice of, you know, just not starting Dwayne Haskins. I mean, what do you have to lose at this point? Just go all in, I think, right? Yeah. Um, Trent Williams. I wanted to talk about him. What is going on I there, have man? no clue. I mean, this organization yeah, is just so just mediocre. Insane. He's sitting on your team like an all-pro uh, all pro all pro. left I'll, tackle. You could make argument he's the best okay. left tackle, And too. first of all, you're not paying him. So he's just, you know, you're just wasting his rights right now. And yeah. then on top of that... You're you're not even getting trade value for him because you're you're just too stubborn to trade him. Like just trade the damn man. I mean, yeah, because I mean he's not doing. He's not he's not he's helping not your team. Anything. He's not helping your team. You're just giving your team an even better image. Like what head coach wants to go play in Washington? Uh, what players want to come play in Washington right now? If you're treating your like you know this guy's been on team for like the last seven years, you're treating him this badly, like. I think he needs to go. And they can get good value from him. That's what's annoying. Exactly. Like, they, they just can, don't. They can, they can get insane value This from is him. almost worse think than the Texans. If Larry Tunsil got, got traded for what? No, if like, he got traded first? for two first-round picks, you should be holding an auction for Trent Williams. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, and, Trent, it's Trent Williams. Come on. He's insane. Uh, it's just, it's, it's like, I think it's a no-brainer because, I mean, the Redskins are not in the win-now mentality. And if they are, they need to change it, like, immediately. They're not going to win anything mentality. They're, they're going to go, like, 0-16. <laughs> I think they're completely screwed. I think uh, they need to they need to start Dwayne Haskins. I think Dwayne Haskins, in the right system, could end up being the best quarterback in that draft class. But he needs to show... They need to at least... I, I, can't, I can't make any predictions about him because he hasn't played yet. He played a game. He played, like, a half. And obviously, I expect him to look bad because it was his. They first literally game. threw him to the wolves. Exactly. Like, I mean, I, I mean, no, it is the Giants' defense, but it's still even then he played a half, and then immediately you're not going to give him the confidence to start the next game, and then mm-hmm. it was just they're just such a poorly run organization, man. I mean, yeah, I think they just got to or the owners just got to sell it, get rid of Bruce Allen, just restart. <laughs> <laughs> just straight up, just, just scrub the service, scrub the entire. I mean, they team. got some good talent. I mean, yeah, Terry what's McGuire. the point? I mean, have you looked at um all their head coaches before this, even including John Gruden, Jay Gruden? All of them had below a five hundred win percentage. All of them, Shanahan. all of them, yeah, every Mike single Shanahan. one of them. Mike Shanahan, Gruden. I don't remember the other guys, but all these guys had losing records with that team. All of them. So it's like haven't been successful since RG three. Yeah, I mean, all these coaches can't be terrible. Yeah. that's my like mentality. Like they all can't be this bad. And I think it's definitely it's the it's the ownership and the GM. That's that's where I'm at with it. I agree. Um. Okay. So let's transition to another NFC team, CMC and the Carolina Panthers. Um. So bold prediction. I think CM. Well, not bold prediction. This is my hot take right now. CMC is the leading the MVP talks right now. I think he's the most valuable player. Like, when it comes to actually, you know, the name of the award, MVP, I think he's the most valuable player to this team. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, I mean, right now, I can't disagree with that statement because he's been, he's been killing it. We'll pull up some stats right now. Um, right now, as of October 9th, 2019, he is 
first in the NFL in rushing with 587 yards, which is 117.4 yards per game. Six touchdowns on the ground, tied second behind only Aaron Jones with his four game touchdown, four touchdown game last week. So he's at eight. Um, he's tied for 11th in receptions overall, including wide receivers and tight ends. That's tied for 11th with, get this, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Allen Robinson, Robert Woods with 31 receptions. He's tied with all those guys. All those guys are Pro Bowl caliber to All Pro wide receiver caliber caliber players, and he's tied with them right now for receptions. He has two hundred seventy nine receiving yards and one touchdown, the to seven total touchdowns, and he's leading the league in carries, one hundred five carries per uh, per game. That would be yeah. crazy. <laughs> so he has twenty seven point two touches per game, eight hundred sixty six scrimmage yards, and one hundred seventy three point two yards from scrimmage every game. So 170 yards per scrimmage every game. That's nuts. That's just that nuts. That's insane. Um, and um, I saw this on Twitter. He has more yards than Zeke and Gurley combined right now. He does. I did look at that as well. That's, it's by like 40 yards too. And it's not it's even like, close. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, he's by far the best running back right now in football. Mm-hmm. It's not comparable yet, I should say. And I think, uh, by the way, he's playing, he's even going to get himself a new contract, a new extension. Pretty soon, we'll bring Pretty up the whole soon. running back value he, again. I mean, yeah, we're, we we talked uh, we talked a couple weeks back about running back value. He's right now definitely on route. Even if he's not maybe worth the money, he's gonna get paid big bucks for sure. Yeah, I mean, you may not want to see it, but it's yeah, gonna happen. But it's gonna happen. It's definitely gonna happen. He he's leading the team in rushing. Damn near led the team in receiving, and he had more <laughs> yeah. yards than Kyle Allen altogether. He had, I mean, Kyle Allen didn't really do much that game. He had 180 yards and a touchdown. So my thing is for this, he might actually win the MVP. He might actually win. And this is my argument for him, okay? Cam Newton, for those of you who don't know, you know, former MVP quarterback Cam Newton, he's out with a foot injury, I want to say. Um, and he's not playing. So you're starting some second-year player named Kyle Allen. He's playing surprisingly good, actually. 66.7 yards completion. And he's six touchdowns for zero picks. So he's not like playing mediocre. He's more of a game manager right now, though, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. yeah. So you got Kyle on a second year player. He's he's not blowing the world the roof of roof off of anybody. Yeah. No Cam Newton. Okay. And the fact is that he's literally carrying that team. Like he's getting like most of their touches, most of like the their points. Like he's the biggest contributor to that offense. Without him, that offense doesn't run. For sure. And they wouldn't be three and two without him. If they're rushing the game altogether is even good. Even outside of McCaffrey, mm-hmm. Bonathan had 80, 80 yards and a touchdown. Curtis Samuel, who even got a couple of attempts, got twenty five yards. Yeah. So I mean, that performance they got two hundred eighty five rushing yards. Rushing yards. Mm-hmm. It's I mean rushing yards. Goodness. Two eighty five. So so like, I mean the. What's the other guy? What's his name? Bonifant. Yeah, Bonifant. That was another 80-yard touchdown run. So it's like... He got I mean, 59, 50, 60-yard touchdown run. 60-yard? Okay. Yeah. Well, so Yeah, either way, yeah. I mean, that just shows you... I mean, that's testament to the offensive line. That offensive line was terrible the last few years, and they're opening up some holes. Granted, it's against... I mean, Jacksonville's not even a bad defense. They're, no, they're, they're definitely good, above average. Yeah, they're above average still, defense. Even still, I can't yeah. even... Take Kalei's back that, granted. Yeah, no, they're, they're playing still. good. Um, I think if depending, obviously just, this uh, this depends on the other two players right now, Russell Wilson and 
Patrick Mahomes, how they play out. But if this Panthers team has like, I'd say like an eleven and five ish record, maybe higher. They'll win the division. And if they if they're, they're if they win, win the division, they could win. I think, and maybe even if he wins a, like a playoff game, I think they he has a chance to win MVP. Well, I mean, MVP votes happen before the playoffs, mm-hmm. so that's I guess a good thing. That's true. So I mean, uh, right now your argument though is pretty legitimate because I mean he's also getting the most targets on the team. Mm-hmm. And they have DJ Moore, who's not a scrub. He's really Curtis good. Samuel Curtis Samuel's not a scrub either. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he may Curtis Samuel may not be producing the numbers, but if you actually see him play, there's no way in hell he can call. He him helps scrub. open up that entire exactly. passing game. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Maybe it, it's just McCaffrey is just it's insane. Six receptions, sixty-one yards, and a touchdown, even on the receiving side. Like if a receiver had that just for wider, like if the wide receiver just had that, yeah. I'd be satisfied with it. But he even got on top of that 175 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. So, I mean, what more can you ask of him? And they beat Jacksonville, who's been... Minshew magic. Minshew, yeah. Minshew I mean, he tried to pull some magic, but then McCaffrey wasn't having any of it. Yeah, no. They, they were close, though. They were definitely close. Uh, even on Jacksonville, they played well. I think it's just McCaffrey was just unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about the playoffs and playoff implications for this team. Yeah, I think depending on the Saints and how well they play, because I'm not really impressed with Teddy Bridgewater that much. He's not scaring me. He did well, me. though, last week. He's playing okay, but he's not scaring me. Really? Okay. I mean, there's they're still a really good team. They but, are, yeah. But I think true. if the Panthers go head-on with the Saints, it's going to be a fun game. And it, it'll be a close game. I wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers won. And looking at their team overall, uh, their defense, okay, their defense is p- playing really well right now, like yeah. amazingly well. They're um eleventh in points per uh, points per game, eighth in yards per game, and sixth in yards per play. Okay, so yeah. that defense that that's a, that's still a very talented team from even like a, f- a couple years ago when they were playing really good. Offensively, um eleventh in points per game right now, fifteen in yards per game, and fourteenth in yards per play. So they're like above average Definitely. on the offense. Yeah, and like just the way. This is looking at. I mean, um, just a quick side note. Um, I looked at this. I looked this up. There are six teams in the NFC that are three and two right now: Rams, Philly, Dallas, Carolina, Chicago, Minnesota. And all of them. all those teams are playoff contenders. All of those teams. All of those teams. All of those. Teams. And sadly, only two at this moment. Only two of those would probably make it. I mean, because the wild card only allows two. Mm-hmm. But maybe one of them could win the division, and then one of the division leaders could fall out. Yeah. But then again, like Philly and Dallas are tied, so that's not really, mm-hmm. I guess, a good indication. But I mean, yeah, six teams that are three and two in the NFC. I, I think, think my main point of that though is just the NFC is so it's stacked. it's like a crapshoot. Yeah, I, I think anything can happen. So like, I would not be surprised if the Panthers made the playoffs at all. I would not be surprised either. I think they are at a really high run rate. That division, though, itself, I don't know what's going on. Um, Tampa Bay is just like Tampa very Bay, interesting. Very interesting. I think they they almost beat the, the Saints. I think. Uh, I, I think it, they kind of closed it out at the end a little they bit. They did the close it out. It wasn't end. that that close. I think it was. It was still a seven point game, but they they had a late touchdown. That's why it was a seven mm-hmm. point game. But Bridgewater did play very well. He had three fourteen yards, four touchdowns, and a pick. I think that's a very, very strong performance from him. I think uh, you can't really ask more from Teddy Bridgewater. 
at that mm-hmm. moment. Fair enough. Michael Thomas had a breakout game as well. 182 yards and two touchdowns. So, I mean, and that was a division matchup. Jameis Winston had 204 yards, two touchdowns. And uh, Chris Godwin, we keep on talking about He's been the number one fantasy wide receiver right now. Yeah, he's now the number one fantasy wide receiver. And he's Mike Evans was non-existent that game. He had three targets, zero receptions, nothing. And you made the argument that uh, Mike They'll Evans be equal. will be equal. It could still happen, but right now Godwin's on a completely other another level. Mm-hmm. I mean, nine targets compared to Mike Evans' three. You can't you can't argue with that. Seven receptions compared to zero. Just can't argue with that either. So I mean, it's <laughs> it's like it's just quite impressive what Tampa Bay is doing, and their defense is actually performing well. They didn't, may not have performed up to par this week. They're but playing I think okay. It's they're also against the Saints, and it's in New Orleans. Yeah, no, they're they're definitely a better. They're definitely United. a better team. Yeah. I think, yeah. even though their record does not say that it, it, they're like a better team, I think mm-hmm. they'll they'll pull through. They're two and three right now. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. Though. I don't think they'll make. I the think playoffs. they're gonna be in contention. Like they'll be in contention though. I'll put it this way: they could be like where the Browns were last year. They could reach mm-hmm. there. Maybe not like maybe not in the top six like playoffs, but they'll be like maybe eight. The, a good spot for them would be seven. I think they can get to eight, nine, mm-hmm. nine. So maybe like eight. If they get to eight and eight, that would be impressive. Eight and eight, really? I think that would be impressive. I if think they can get to eight and eight. I think they could seven. get to nine and seven. You think they can get to nine and mm-hmm. seven? If they get to nine and seven, that's like, then they'll be like, that that could get you into the playoffs. But I mean, we'll see. But, I mean, that's, I mean, the that division is very stacked. I mean, the Falcons may not be the Falcons. I don't think the Falcons are a good team anymore. Really. I mean, they did beat the Eagles, though. <laughs> yeah, but that's that, that's different, okay? That game was just completely a shit show, <laughs> just straight up. I mean, everyone on that team just died that week, and then it's in Atlanta. I don't care what the records are saying. Like, in Atlanta, week two, that's a hard place to play. Like I guess. So, like, I mean, that just makes the, the, the L look worse for us, but, like, you know what? I'll take it. It's They're not going to do anything. Dan Quinn's not going to get fired, in my opinion, though. No, yeah, he he won't get fired because I mean they're they always have injuries too. They have like major injuries though. Mm-hmm. Like Keanu Neal, Keanu Neal is that's a major injury. And Devonte Freeman's not like he did okay this week, but I'm he's not like playing like I guess like major up to par. Calvin Ridley played well this week, but I mean just in general the their receiving core is not like kind of like. Standing out, or Matt Ryan's having a good season. I don't know. I don't know what's really going on with them. I honestly it's do just not know. still like I'm. I, I don't even. I can't even make a, a good analysis about. They that lost team. the Titans. They lose the Texans. I mean the Colts. They lost the Colts. I mean even the Colts. The, the, on paper, I even think they have a better team because the Falcons. They're like. They're one of those teams where. It, they're a scary team if they make the playoffs. Not this year. Not this year, but they are. They are. They are though. I mean, mm. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, it's it's just crazy. I literally what's going can't on. even think about this team because, like, I don't know what's going on. So, so in general, that division though is just that that division's gonna be. It's gonna it's be. It's gonna be a tighter division. Tighter than division than it normally is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, so we're not gonna get to the section that. Uh, just any bold predictions that you have this upcoming year or for the future that you think will happen. We'll start, I guess, with 
the year, I guess. So what do you have coming up? What bold predictions? Bold prediction. Um, Mitch Trubisky won't start for the uh, the Bears next year. Oh. <laughs> the Lions. <laughs> Other uh, bold prediction, he's on another team next year. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, yeah. You won't start for the Bears next year. Okay. Uh, that's a very bold prediction. I don't ever see that happening. Because, I mean, it's only been two years. And now he's Chase hurt. Daniel is carrying that team more than Mitch Trubisky was. See, I you could say that, but I think if Mitch Trubisky was playing against the Raiders, I think they would have won. So this is my logic. He had okay. two picks and two touchdowns. Okay. I mean, that's yeah, that's not that good, but still, this is my logic, right? Um, their defense right now, like this is their like this is their window to win. Okay, like they have to win a Super Bowl within this year and maybe next year. Because after that, their defensive costs are going to start skyrocketing. Like, Roquan Smith's going to get a deal. Um, I'm getting the other players, but they're, like, a ton of like, good players. Eddie Jackson will get his deal. Like, they're, they'll start having to pay their defense. They're going to start losing players on that team, okay? So, right now, they're in, like, this perfect, like, honeymoon phase where it's, like... It's like the Seahawks were. Yeah, pretty much. Except, yeah. like, you know, Russell Wilson is actually a competent player. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying on defense. defense no, but I'm saying... What I'm saying is... Russell Wilson, like he was good for them. He, like he was on their, he was on his rookie, rookie quarterback. He was good. He, as his rookie quarterback, rookie year, he was amazing. Second year, they literally won the Super Bowl. Okay. okay. And then the third, third year, year, they were and, about to repeat. And look at him right now. Yeah. I mean, he's he's probably he's probably in the uh, in the lead for the MVP talks. Like he's he an elite player. Mitch Trubisky is the thing that's holding that team back offensively. So my thing is like, I mean. I, I, if you're a Bears fan, I think you genu- like genuinely need to think about moving on from him because this is your window right now. And if you want to win, before you have to, because the thing is, people are thinking this is his, what second year in this offensive system. Yeah. It looks like he's going downhill. <laughs> so it's like if you should, you should be trending up. Instead, he's maybe staying stagnant, probably going down. He, I mean, this year it's going down. He did have a good year last year. I'd say he's slightly above average last year. I think this year it's definitely way below average. Well, you think he was above average last slightly, year? Slightly, slightly. I slightly. strongly disagree. Slightly, with that. slightly. Because I, I mean, he was maybe like, I think maybe he. Was I'd a, say he was average, maybe. I but see. I mean, you can make the argument that he was average, but I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because of the wins that he had, but also. In fact, it was the defense also, but I think that's a kind of a reach of a statement because two years isn't too much to really say. Okay, so you think it might be too early for it? It's way too early for that statement. And I know you like, you're just having a hatred for him because you know people that like praise him, so that's why. But like, it's, it's way too early to make that, in my opinion. And I mean, they, they, they should be. In essence, if Trubisky kind of played the way he did last year, they should be undefeated. There's no reason. They should beat the Packers, no problem. The Packers were terrible against the Bears outside of that one good drive that Aaron Rodgers had, which led them to win the game. Mm-hmm. And Trubisky did nothing. He was he did nothing. And it's not like the Packers' D is like insanely strong because, I mean, even the Packers were leading by so much and turning into the fourth quarter against Dallas. They just choked. Yeah, I mean, Jagger Alexander, I don't know what happened there. I think it was probably just an off day for him, to be honest. But Yeah, still. but you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. the Packers mm-hmm. did, they, 
you can't say they got exposed because they still won the game. But I mean, they had their downsides, and Trubisky did not show that. Like, I mean, I think still think that defense that. is generally, but they're good. They're a good defense. But yeah, like going but, back to like what your point was, I I, I think it's still a bit too early to make okay. that. All right, mm-hmm. so one for maybe this year. I have a, I have a pretty major bull prediction. AJ Green, will get traded, this year. I think uh, some teams that are really looking into him. The Eagles are looking into him for sure. I know the the Packers are looking into him. Mm-hmm. I know that the uh, Cowboys are looking into him. Definitely, the Patriots are definitely hundred percent going to look into him. AJ Green is worth a first round pick in my eyes. I really even now. Yes, I even now. Even now, I think that's what the Bengals will be asking. Because right now he's sort of on like a cheaper deal, I think. Like compared but to he's other still ones like more talented than like most. He's still. Two. I mean, I'd take him over Sammy Watkins even now. <laughs> I would take him over Sammy Watkins too. But I mean, and they're both injury prone, and even when they're injury prone, I'll still take AJ Green over Sammy Watkins. So. Okay. But yeah, uh, I think that. I mean, and even there are trade talks that there are trade rumors that are happening with him, even with Stephon Diggs. But I think uh, there's a lot of wide receivers like on the trade block right on now. On the trade block, yeah. I I think uh, even if he's on the Niners, that could be scary as well. Yeah, we were talking about this yesterday. The Niners, the only thing they really need, I think, is like you know a good, a good number one wide receiver. Because yeah. I mean, they Marquise Goodwin's pretty good, and he's a good wide receiver. He, you said really good. He could be like a wide receiver too. That'd be I think really he's good. a really good wide receiver too. Wide receiver. That's my too. like position yeah. on it. But yeah, he can't be a wide receiver. Not yet. Not yet. He'd be. He's like average as a wide receiver one. But you mm-hmm. need to be. You need a better wide receiver. Yeah. Because I mean, if you want to show Garoppolo's like high points. I think he needs more of a receiver. More than just Kittle. More than just Kittle, yeah. exactly. I mean, Kittle's, Kittle's insane. Amazing. He's insane. Yeah. He's definitely a top five tight end. Yeah, you people... could even say top three. But, I mean, it's Garoppolo needs slightly a bit more. And if they do get a wide receiver one, like a top wide receiver one, like let's say AB comes back, let's say Diggs gets AB. traded. Let's get, say Diggs gets traded. Let's OBJ. say AJ. AJ Green, and we even talked about, and now there's recent rumors about OBJ getting traded. Mm-hmm. He goes to the Niners, and that's one of the teams listed in the three teams that were talked about, right? Mm-hmm. If he gets traded to the Niners, that's, if any one of them get traded to the Niners, I think they're not even just playoff contenders, but they could be Super Bowl contenders. Okay, so you think AJ Green will get traded what, before the before the trade deadline? Yes, 100%. Okay. I, th- I think it will happen. So, okay. I don't think it will just because... That team is, how what's a nice way of saying this? They're cheap, and Mike Brown is a cheap owner, and I think AJ Green has been on that team for almost a decade now. I don't think they're gonna. He let him I mean, go. I don't think I, AJ, the AJ Green decision, doesn't want to leave. The smart I, decision is to trade him. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I think if I'm running an organization, I'm trading AJ Green just because, like, I trade AJ Green just to get some you know actual talent on the offensive line because right now your offensive line is garbage, but. Um, just looking at it, I don't think they will. I think they're just too sentimental too. Fair enough. I mean, also they they they're in the rebuilding phase. I think mm-hmm. now because I mean they know that they're screwed this year and they just lost to the Cardinals. I mean that's like kind of low. So I think right now Kyler think, Clutch man. <laughs> so I think right now I think they should look into trading these players. I don't think Mixon's gonna get traded. There's no way in hell Mixon gets traded. I think, uh, but I think yeah, Geno Atkins will be on the the chopping block, and I mm-hmm. think so will AJ Green. 
I think uh, definitely they will be trading someone from the Bengals. Definitely by I can the agree with that. And whether it be Geno Atkins or Adrian Green, it could be even both. But mm-hmm. I think uh, I think I'm quite certain that Adrian Green will get traded by the trade deadline. Okay, so one thing I'm interested in talk, well, talking about rebuilding teams. Well, I'm really interested in what the, the Dolphins are doing. It's almost like a Madden rebuild. You ever done those Madden yeah, rebuilds yeah, yeah, in yeah, franchise yeah. mode where you just I think that's what trade everyone? I think that's what they're trying to do. Because, I mean, they're getting picks. Mm-hmm. Who knows? They might end picks. up with, like, 26 first-round picks, the like, way it's going. Like, I mean, you can compare it, like, into NBA terms. Like, do you know, like, what the Thunder is getting? Like, in terms of, like, what they did with when they got, uh, when they traded for Paul George. Oh, yeah. And they, mm-hmm. and they got an like, insane amount of picks back. And they're going to trade Chris Paul, too, too. Yeah, and then right? they're going to trade Chris Paul at some point. Mm-hmm. Or and. It's just insane how many picks that you can get for a franchise, and that could change, turn around your whole. Wait, what? They franchise. got five first round picks for Who? the NBA. Yeah, uh, the OKC. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy, and I think, uh, and I think that could be the same with the Dolphins. Dolphins need a new start, and I think they're going to start at quarterback. I think now. I think they know. I mean, Josh Rosen's kind of trending up, but he didn't have a good performance this. Uh, I think I watched not, this. I watched this breakdown of Josh well. Rosen. I think the bigger problem than him is just the fact that your offense just plain old sucks, man. Like it flat. Like that team is just flat out mediocre. So, so do you think if he had better weapons, do you think he could still he be could a franchise quarterback? Yeah. Depends on your definition of a franchise quarterback. I mean, like, franchise quarterback, like, franchise quarterback. like Andy Dalton franchise quarterback, Carson Wentz franchise quarterback. like Andy Dalton is still, I mean, I think he still was a pretty good franchise quarterback. Because, I mean, he did lead the Bengals to the playoffs sometimes. Mm-hmm. And he was a good regular season quarterback for the most part. No, Andy Dalton's a good player. And I think the saddest thing is, like, if they he decide to move he, on from him. He has a bad name now because of how his recent performances are with the Bengals. No, but, like, I mean, he Andy Dalton is a good player. Like, I'd rather have Andy Dalton than... Mitch Trubisky, oh in all gosh. honesty, oh like gosh. not even like no you're cat. Hated. You're hated. I would take. You're hated. I would take Andy Dawn over Mitch Trubisky. You're hated even now. Like, yes, even now. Going forward. Yes, going, going forward. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I mean, going that's forward, nuts. I think he's a better player. I I don't like Mitchell Trubisky, but that's that's kind of that's an insane statement. No, I think Mitch Trubisky is not good, but I think Andy Dawn is like better than him. That that was that was a really weird phrase. Like sentence, but like I think I'd rather have Andy Dawn than um, Mitch Trubisky, and it'll be interesting to see if Andy Dawn gets traded away too, like anytime soon. Because like yeah, because I mean they're they're because also... I feel bad for him just because like you know he's been like a good player for that team. Yeah. But that being said, if he gets off the Bengals and he goes to like a good team, like like I would, I want to see what happens with this. He might have like a Carson Palmer like you know end of his career flare up. Or he, you know, retires. I don't know, man. I think I think it's quite ridiculous. What you just really? Said. Okay. <laughs> I I mean I don't know. I mean Andy Dalton did have his time. I mean he's doing well in passing yards even this year. I'm pretty sure he's in the top. He's 10. like number two. Number two or really? number three? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I mean he's doing well again like, passing yards because I mean he gets he throws these bombs. I mean now John Ross is gone, but like he's throwing bombs to like Auden Tate or. Yeah. Uh, now Tyler Boyd. So I mean, you can say that he's doing well, but I mean I don't know. I think what what's happening? Well, they're zero five right now, right? 
their own product. So I think that's just more a product of their team. Like they're, they're I think the defense. I think behind the Dolphins and the Redskins, they're the least talented team in the league. So, which is why I, I if you trade AJ Green, I'm 100% on board with it because you know you could maybe get some good talent to help that team. But I think what's happening right now is more on the team than goal. just as like Dolphins. this may not be a bold prediction, like a question, just. Out of curiosity, I just want to know what you think. Do you think Stephon Diggs gets traded by the trade deadline? I don't know. I mean, what's happening there is so weird. There's definitely something going on with Thielen, Diggs, and Kirk uh, Cousins, and yeah, it's not looking and good. He definitely wants to get traded. You can even tell by the oh, way he said he said something. It was like, um, "Do you want to stay in Minnesota?" And he was like, "Yeah, I do." And then he like winked at the end of it. Yeah, so he doesn't want to stay there. No, it's, it's very obvious he doesn't. Yeah, want to I don't think there. he wants to stay there. I don't think, I don't know. I, if he gets traded, I would not be surprised. But, but I think the I asking think... price, the asking price is going to be a brutal rip. That I think it'll it'll mm-hmm. probably be close to the lines of what Odell Beckham to the Giants. I think one pe- one thing was. that people need to think about when it comes to trading players is um, it's their contracts and how long their contracts are. Like people are like they're trying to compare everyone just by value and all that, like, and I disagree with that because, like, okay, look at Larry, Larry Tunson, right? I don't think he's worth two, for, two first-round picks, but he's on a cheap, he's still on his rookie deal, rookie deal. still got, like, a couple of years on his rookie deal. So maybe that's why you're going to got the fifth-year option, right? Like, that he's not worth it, but, like, maybe later on you could think that that was a good trade. Because you're you getting a good player for could cheap. could potentially be your cornerstone for exactly. your franchise. Exactly. And, like, you, yeah. like, I can't really think of any examples right now other than that. But, like, just in general, I think people, they're always like, oh, my God, this guy, like, OBJ went for, like, a first and a third. How did Tunzo go for two firsts? OBJ is 100% better than Tunzo. But you got to look at contracts, too. Like, OBJ is making, like, a ton of money. Yeah, no. Tunzo's making literally, like, none. Yeah. Well, not none, but you know what I mean. Like, comparatively. Yeah, comparatively, yeah. It's not even close. So, like, I mean, you got a lot of, like, amateur people, and I don't want to go... And like, O-line is very important. Too. Yeah. O-line's... I mean, receiver's definitely important, but O-line, that's damn important. So. No, no, what I was trying to say is, like, we got you got a ton of amateur people, like... And I don't want to say, like, we're pros or anything, because we're just two high school students exactly. making, like, a <laughs> podcast for fun. But, yeah. um, like... You got people saying, like, they're completely trying to compare apples to apples when really it's, like, apples to, like, not even oranges, like, blueberries. Like, you got completely different things going on here with contracts. And I think that's kind of underrated that people should probably think about. Definitely. This is, how did we get to this? Talking about... <laughs> <laughs> no, because we were talking about digs, right? Yeah, so, digs. Yeah. Um, yeah. OBJ, let's talk about him for, like, a couple minutes. Yeah. Do you well, think he gets traded? Uh, I think he does not get traded. I think well, it's also... And if he does, it's too early to say it at this moment to say he's going to get traded. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they're two and three. Yes, OBJ only had one good game in the five, five weeks that he's played with the Browns. And it was against the Jets, so that's another thing. But, I mean, it's like... It's just too early. I think Baker Mayfield's also not performing up to par, so you can't blame it on OBJ necessarily that he's not. Because, I mean, Baker May- Mayfield got benched last week. He got benched at the end of the Niners game. Mm-hmm. See, I think he had two picks and two fumbles, yeah. and he, I think he had like 100 yards passing. Mm-hmm. It was just an it awful. Was just not but, I mean, the Niners defense, don't, I mean, you have to give credit to the Niners defense. They did pull out pressure, hell of a pressure on, yeah. on Baker Mayfield. But even then, I think it's just crazy how uh, 
how to say that but the brunch even listening to I don't think it's crazy at all in all honesty I mean I think what's going to be interesting is to see what their asking price is and when it comes down to it I don't think they will trade him but if they do trade him I don't think it's that crazy if they trade him it would have to be a ridiculous offer that here's my here's my take on it um I saw this on the Callan Cowherd show. I don't really watch it, but it showed up in my recommend. I watched it. His targets have gone down from 11 to 10 to 6 last uh, last week okay, okay. against the Niners. His targets are going down. Meanwhile, looking at it, guess who's, uh, whose target share is going up? Or his touches? Jarvis Landry. No, not Nick Chubb. Oh, Nick He's, Chubb. His yeah. touches are going, like, they're skyrocketing. But that's because okay. Nick Chubb's also getting better when it keeps on going up. But yeah. that my thing is, Baker Mayfield is going down. Right now, Nick Chubb is going up. They're trying to force, like, do you see all these, like, weird gimmicky plays? Like, they're handing the ball off to OBJ. They're trying to, I think their identity right now is running the ball. You're going to get Kareem Hunt back, okay? You're going to get, not, Joke is not coming back this year, I think. But you're, you're going to, you have Landry, okay? You're getting Callaway back, okay? Rashard Higgins, he's a decent player. You got a ton of balance to feed. None of them are feed. OBJ, though. None of them are OBJ, fair enough, okay? But the thing is, the way I'm seeing it is they're trying to force OBJ the ball. It's not working. I mean, they're not really forcing it to him if his targets are going down. No, the thing is, like... But what also, I'm, you, what have to look at, you also have to look at how Baker Mayfield's performing, though, man. I think he's not... He hasn't been performing up to far. And he did perform well last week, and OBJ did not perform well last week. But also, you have to look at Nick Chubb also got carried, killed Nick Chubb week. is carrying that team. I think they're they're slowly transitioning to a run-first offense. And the way even, I see it even is... Even though the Browns... Yeah, they only got three points yesterday, but they still got, like... They still... Nick Chubb still got, like, 100 yards. Mm-hmm. Like, all purpose. So, I mean, I think that's... That says, like, I guess Nick Chubb okay. is carrying that team in that, in so that aspect. So, the way I look at it right now, Jarvis Landry's outperforming OBJ. 100%. Yeah, Do you agree with that? there's no doubt about that, yeah. And Kareem Hunt's coming back. Nick Chubb is playing amazing, okay? So... You got so many mouths to feed, and I think it's going to be a not maybe not right now, but it's going to be like the way they're trying to give Odell the ball, like with all these like weird like handoffs and stuff. Like to me, that shows that they're trying to give him the ball, and it's not working. Every time Mayfield targets OBJ, it's not going well. Okay, like like I think he had one thing also. The defense also, but the defense also like blocks up OBJ, like they double coverage on OBJ because I mean they know that's fair enough. They know that Landry's good, but I mean OBJ is like you need, if you if they lock him up, that itself will be like a good thing. That's an interesting argument, but that's how that was happening in um, New, York too. New York too. Eli Manning was hooking up with OBJ better than Baker Mayfield is right now, as yeah. of right now. Yeah, but also it's only been five weeks. I think you have to wait. I, I think, think you wait a couple weeks. Wait a couple weeks. See how everything goes, and then. And then you really entertain the idea. Like right now, like I disagree with training him right now, but if it trends the same direction it's going right now, which is down, then I think you it's it's a good thing to think about. Alright. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Fair enough. Alright. Yeah. Okay, uh now let's talk about what happened the past this past week. I think yep. a lot's happened. Mm-hmm. Uh we already talked about Monday night what happened with the Browns and the Niners. That that was just a beat down. Matt Breda. He did really well, uh, 114 yards, but mainly on that 183-yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. He was fast. He was <laughs> fastest dang. player in the league uh, ever this year so far. Dang, 23 miles an so hour, I think. Fast. My goodness. Yeah. 
Gosh. And then George Kittle, he did his thing. 70 yards and a touchdown, I think. That was a very good performance from him. Jimmy G, I think he was okay. Still hasn't really shocked me or anything. But he hasn't shocked me yet. He's not hurting that team that much. But yeah, he's yeah. never really shocked me in any ways. He's always... What I've thought of Jimmy G so far, he's like one of those quarterbacks that perform average but gets the job done. Mm-hmm. And so Alex clearly Smith. That, clearly, yeah. I guess mm-hmm. you could say it that way. But I mean, because like, he hasn't... I've never seen him get like 300, 400 passing yards. But I mean, I see him get the touchdowns. And it's always the, like two touchdowns. And, like, but he, yeah. he's a good game manager. I guess you yeah. could say it that way. Because I mean, mm-hmm. other than last year where he's like, he played her and then had a bad season last year. But he's... He's been undefeated in the past like seasons before that. He so he only got his first losses after last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you went he went five and zero. Like he went the, five and zero. He was playing end, good. Yeah, and then he was, and then he was two and zero with the. And then he tore his ACL. And then he tore his ACL. Exactly. I think he's recovering. It's nice to see. One thing I want to talk about. You were talking about it earlier. The pressures. I'm I'm so happy to see those like five first round picks they've invested in that line. Like you know actually. Doing something, Joey Bosa, not Nick Bosa. Nick, Nick Bosa. Nick yeah. Bosa is fun to watch. I love the the flag planting and everything. Yeah, yeah, no. Like he, that that team kind of has swagger on that defensive line. I like it. And they they got Nick Richard Sherman as well. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, yeah, I, there was also some controversy going on with the how uh, the handshake, the handshake. Oh, it's called a dap gate now, according to Pat McAfee, because <laughs> <laughs> apparently, um, they like dapped it up, and then I think Sherman was lying to be honest. I think he's he did this in Seattle too. Like he'd like you know like he'd say something to like spark the defense up, and it was just complete BS. Dang. Yeah, <laughs> I right, think that's I, what it I is. Can, I can see, I can see that. Because there's like a video where like they're clearly doing something with their hands, and Sherman had no reaction, like negative reaction. Like he was just sort of like, you know, he was like he was going with it. Yeah, like, definitely. So yeah. it's like I don't know what was going on there, but yeah. Anyway, um, we talked about Carolina already. Yeah, we already talked um, about the Jack Panthers game midship. I mean, he he, he, he tried to come more. back a little bit. He tried to come back. Nice. He had a, he had an okay game. He did get two fumbles, mm-hmm. but I mean, three seventy four yards. You can't deny that. And yeah. as a backup quarterback, which what he was initially, mm-hmm. and he was a sixth round pick, I think he's been performing at a very high level for that. And I think he could. It'll be an interesting topic later on when Nick Foles is ready. Who will be the starting quarterback? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think uh, Leonard Fournette the past two games has also been three digit hundred yards. 200 yards of previous game. I know people were like afraid to draft him in fantasy football because of his injuries. Off. He's playing. He's been paying off. For and sure. then we already. And then we haven't talked about this. DJ Chart is now. I think he's top three wide receiver. He right and now that Minshew connection's going really well. Eight receptions, one sixty-four, and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. You can't. I mean, I remember that. looking at Chark's measurables. He ran like a four-three. He was like six-four. He was like. A, That's, you can't deny that. That's insane. That that he. He was one of those interesting players. I, I wanted to see how he would turn out, like, because he could either turn into like um, a Dorio Green Beckham, or that that's a name from the past. <laughs> yeah. DGB, or you know, he could end up being like amazing, which is what he's doing right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, Ravens game. That that was uh Lamar Jackson. He he wasn't up to par, I guess you could say. It's a Three divisional picks. game though. So. But that's a divisional game. Those things. Even uh, even with. The scary Mason Rudolph injury that they ha- that happened. What happened? I mean, he's injured, right? Is, is he he's, out now? He's no, he's there. Concussion, they're still right? there. He's in concussion protocol. Yeah. And trying to fast track it and try to. Play I feel so bad for there. Juju, man. He did well, seventy-five yards and a touchdown. I think that's still pretty good. Uh, James Conner. James Conner's always. I don't know. 
this year's James Connors, yeah, he's not doing it. I think um, I was looking at all the stats. He was like, I was looking at the top 50 running back numbers for yeah. our project, right? Yeah. And then he was like near the bottom, like when it comes to like, um, yards per game, like of those top 50. Yeah. I was just kind of like, what? I think he was like 35 maybe. Yeah. Like he's not playing good. Yeah, he's not. Um, the Bills game. Bills game, uh, that that says a lot about fourteen Bills. to seven. Um, Bills again. I mean, the Bills are one of those teams that do score. That's they literally don't scoring. score. They don't score. That they don't much. score more than like seventeen. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. But then they also, on the other hand, they don't allow more than like thirteen. So it's like, uh, I'll take it. That defense is amazing. Frank Gore is still. What is going on, man? Yards. He's like literally like thirty five. Yeah, I don't know. What's, <laughs> uh, he's still the, getting the job. I mean, done. think about this. If you told me like a couple years ago, or even like last year, that Frank Gar or Frank Gore would be on a team where they also traded away Lashawn, got they cut Lashawn McCoy, yeah, like Lashawn McCoy or Frank Gore. I mean, for me, it's shady all day, man. No, and the no. fact that they cut, they cut him the, and he's leading that team with, I think Singletary's hurt. Devin Singletary, yeah, he he's hurt. hurt. So that that would definitely uh, you know boost his stats a little bit. But he's. I mean, again, 14 for 60 is not amazing, but the thing is he's old and he's still doing it. You can definitely make the argument he's up there for one of the most consistent. I think he's the most consistent running back. and, and, and I, I mean, maybe not Emmett Smith level, but that that's different. Like he's production definitely wise. like, yeah, no, but he's definitely up there for one of the most one consistent. One of the more consistent, yeah. Definitely in this decade, he's definitely the most consistent. Yeah. In this decade, you can't make that argument at all. He's definitely the most consistent. Pats, Redskins, we already talked about. I mean, I um, guess we didn't talk about how well the Pats played. But I guess you could say the Pats were down for the first. I time. was scared for the first like you know like ten minutes. I was like, dude, I that called this. I literally called this as the blowout of the week, and then I was they like, were, wait, they're winning by like seven to six or whatever. Yeah, it was seven. And six, then six, the six, talent six. finally caught up to them. And yeah, the and the, the second half is twelve seven, and then yeah. after that, it, they just the floodgates opened. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we don't need to talk about that too much. Um, Bears Raiders, uh, impressive win by the Raiders, man. I I think. John Gruden's interesting maybe the foreign, to look at. Maybe the foreign, uh, foreign grounds maybe the effect of the Bears because I mean they, oh, their yeah. rush defense was not. I there disagree at all. with that though. I mean Oakland's literally flying from California. <laughs> but, oh, but um, no, but um, but I'm saying like, no. Actually, it does matter because um, Oakland came in to start the week and Chicago came in later. Like, like okay, fair enough. So yeah. that's a fair enough argument. Like it might actually. But their be rush that. defense, though, like I was talking about, Josh Jacobs had 123 yards and two touchdowns, mm-hmm. and the Bears' rush defense. Are you serious, Akeem Hicks? Like I mean, like you can't, you can't say that. I mean, I don't know. It's very uncharacteristic of the Bears to allow 123 rushing it's yards. It's uncharacteristic for them to allow more than 20 points. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's another thing. I, um, I mean, they held Dalvin Cook down. And then, how can they allow Josh Jacobs to go? Foreign ground, I mean, in the fact that it's over the pond, I mean, I think that that definitely had an impact on it. But one thing that's interesting is, I I mean, John Gruden, he's a good coach, I think. Like, he's a good coach. I mean, the way they completely schemed out um, Khalil Mack. I think no matter their performance, no matter what it is, he'll never get caught. I mean, Khalil Mack was facing who? Colton Miller and some other tackle I'm not remembering right now and they completely schemed him out of the game yeah like yeah, that was yeah. tr- that was really cool to yeah see. no Khalil Mack was a non-factor that game mm-hmm. he, he wasn't and you can't say that often especially against his old team Khalil Mack facing his like old friend does like, not happen yeah it, it, that, that never happens 
Um, the Jets Eagles game. Um, I don't need to talk. You can. I guess you Eagles can. game. Slightly disappointed by the offense. More disappointed by the penalties. We can move on. We won the game. It was nice to not be stressful. Yeah, I mean, Luke Falk was the quarterback. I think that's all you need to say. Yeah. Um, Giants Vikings game. Um, Adam Thielen. Thielen finally he went from one week from like you know throwing a fit on the sideline or to the reporters or whatever to about, cu- about Kirk Cousins. Yeah. He got he got he got what he wanted. Seven mm-hmm. receptions, one thirty, and two touchdowns. Dalvin Cook doing his thing again. Second and rushing stove behind uh, McCaffrey, but he's. Playing amazing too. No, definitely he's doing very well. I mean, it's unfortunate that the Giants had uh, had Sterling Shepard under concussion protocol. They had mm-hmm. uh, they had Wayne Gallman who was their running back. He got hurt too. He got hurt. Right? He had concussion protocol in the first quarter. I think uh, it's unfortunate. I think Danny Danny Dimes. I, I feel bad for him. Ten points. It's a, he's a rookie quarterback. I think if, though. if everyone was playing, I thought the game could have been closer. But there's no way the Vikings would not have won yeah. that game. Mm-hmm. Um, Falcons, Texans. Falcons, um, Texans. I don't know how I don't the wanna... hell the, the score was 53-32. I don't know how it got so It's because Will Fuller put up 60 fantasy points. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even Will Fuller, outside of Will Fuller, Carlos Hyde had a good game. So I don't, I'm like confused even Watson with that. Watson had a perfect pass rating, 158.3, five touchdowns, 426 yards. I think... I actually I don't want to quote that. I thought I wanted to say something about his completions. Like he threw like an incredibly low amount of incompletions. No, yeah, no, he's. But Deshaun Watson's back in the MVP talks too. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think think he's getting there. He's definitely behind Mahomes and Russell Wilson, but you can definitely make the argument he's third on that list because you can say he's inconsistent. I think weeks one, three, and five, he's been performing very high. Week two and four, he hasn't been performing. I think it's too early to put him in the conversation right now. I. I, I don't know. I think that. this is just one game against the Falcons team that doesn't know how to play defense. So you you we'll, say we'll, that you say that, but the Eagles lost to them. And we already talked about. It. We're not going to bring this up again. And, man. it's and painful to think about. Uh, <laughs> I mean, um, no, but fair enough. Um, what did I want to talk about here? Oh, I love um, Deshaun Watson's um, his press conferences now. He's just doing like a. Is just like going through like everything the defense does. It's yeah. like it's like a mini like that's trying crazy. to teach the reporters. That's amazing, man. I hope this is like a weekly thing. I mean, <laughs> I can't really understand what he's saying. He's going really fast for me, but it's Definitely, fun to see. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, I don't know what's going on with DeAndre Hopkins though. He's not like I'm not afraid for him. I think he's he'll he'll pick it up. Yeah, I, I, I but I think. He's, I think, yeah, I think starting this week he'll pick it up mm-hmm. for sure because he get he's against Kansas City. Yeah. He's gonna torch them up. That's gonna be exciting to see. Cardinals Bengals, the one game I didn't think nobody cared about, right? Yeah, I right? mean, this nobody is my no one it. cares about this game of and, the week. I mean, I guess Kyler Murray did got his first win of his career. Nice comeback in overtime. That was that was nice to see. And I think, yeah, congratulations to him. Uh, Kyler Murray also led the team in rushing. He had ninety three yards rushing and a touchdown. David Johnson was the leading receiver, I think. So basically, it's a two man offense. Yep. That's just, I mean, and that's what everyone got, expected. You got so. old man Fitz coming in every couple weeks doing something. Two man offense. Sometimes, it's, <laughs> most of the time, it's a three man offense, but this yeah. time, two man offense, it's fine. Uh, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, and okay, Dalton, games, those are the, yeah. that's a three man offense. Okay, that's it. Uh, Bucks, Saints. We already touched on this. We already touched bit, on right? that. Uh, Chargers, Broncos. That, that was surprising. That was. This was surprising, but I think also it's maybe because Melvin Gordon is back. I don't know why they started him immediately because he had twelve attempts for thirty-one yards. Okay, correct me if this is correct me if I'm seeing this correctly or not. This is my first time looking at it. 
Austin Eckler had 15 receptions? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's more than Amari <laughs> Cooper had this past week. Um, and Michael Thomas. I think. And Will Fuller, who had the outstanding game. But he had 15 14 receptions. For Fuller, yeah. He had 15 receptions. I think that's. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't... Rivers didn't play that well, man. River, I think... Rivers did not play well. This team, like, I mean, last season, like, as early as last season, we were talking about how, like, this is one of the most talented teams in football. Definitely. And it's, like, this season, I don't know what's happening. I mean, Derwin James hurt. Melvin Gordon's, you know, just missed a ton of time. If Philip Rivers starts, you know, declining, like, pulling a... What what uh, Max Kellerman wants Tom Brady to do to do and just completely like falling off the cliff. Yeah, that's just that team is just it's scary to think. About but kudos right. to Philip Lindsay and Cortland Sutton. Yep. both played really oh, well. Oh, that Cortland Sutton 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 uh, Sutton touchdown was nice, man. Yeah. Like that was really that was, fun. That was a <laughs> great catch. Wow. I want to see what um I mean first of all Joe Flacco I mean pulling out a dub that uh, that's nice to see, but like Good old low Joe. key. And by low key, I mean high key. I want to see Drew Lock start soon. If, soon, if I yeah. think the minute this team gets eliminated from playoff which contention, which will happen soon, which will happen <laughs> soon, just throw go out and throw. throw I out. think that's what they're planning too, and mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. I agree. With, I'm pretty sure Joe Flacco should agree with that too. Yeah, and think I think that's the right, the smart thing to do. Uh, the America's game of the week. America's game of the week. <laughs> Not my game of the week. America's game of the week. Packers Cowboys. Uh, that game. I mean, the Packers were awful the fourth quarter and the second quarter. But outside that, they were just killing it. Yeah. Uh, um, I think... Aaron yeah. Rodgers had nothing, but that's because Aaron Jones, Jones. <laughs> was everything. Yeah, he literally had... what? Uh, quick math right now. 182 all-purpose yards. Scrimmage yards, sorry, not all-purpose. Four touchdowns. Zeke, and we talked about this last week. We'll touch on it again. Um, the best way to stop this team is by stopping Zeke. He didn't have enough carries though, man. Third had- twelve, but that's because they went down. Like I mean, they're literally fighting from thirty-one to three. Like you got to throw the ball if you're planning to win the game at that point. Dak, Dak, I mean Dak did have the most passing yards in his career with four sixty-three. Yeah, but he also had three. Picks. He had three picks. I think that's the that's the um, one downside. I think three picks definitely killed it. I mean, he did really well the fourth quarter though. Don't get me. This wrong. has nothing to do with it, but went through three touchdowns and he threw three picks. So yeah, I just wanted to say that. We can go back to talking about Amari had, Cooper now. But I mean, well, I mean, Carson Wentz also had 150 yards against the Packers. Yards doesn't mean anything. We won the game. He threw three touchdowns. We're gonna talk about Mark Cooper right now. <laughs> he, uh, he had a nice spin move on. I think it was Jerry Alexander. Yeah, the, the I mean, he looked like he straight up yeah. yeeted some guy off the sideline. It was kind of fun to see. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Fun game. It was a nice game to see. I think Aaron Jones definitely stole the show, though, for sure, in that mm-hmm. game. I, I mean, when Aaron, Aaron Rodgers picks been, it up, it's Aaron be Jones. In my, I mean, I'm just saying this based off fantasy points, maybe, but Aaron Jones has been very consistent. I think in his performances, there. But I don't know. One Achilles heel that I'm seeing in the Packers is how they're performing at the one yard line. Are you seeing? I don't know if you're seeing that, but whenever they're on the one yard line, they seem to struggle to score. They mm-hmm. always some for some reason at the one yard line they don't like QB sneak it because I think Aaron I, mean, I don't think you want to QB sneak it when with has I mean he's coming off of what a collarbone right fair enough but, I mean ago. for a guy that's a mobile I mean he's he's pretty mobile right mm-hmm. and I think even then I would even dive it in with Aaron Jones but they're the thing is when they're on the one yard line they seem to pass the ball more that's why I'm having a problem mm-hmm. with what's going on um I think they might be pulling a Steve Sarkeesian for the Falcons you know. 
Like he's just not good in the. I don't even know if he's on that team anymore. I don't think he is, but um, they just don't know how to score on the one yard. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what goes on. Definitely. Uh, we already talked about Colts and Chiefs. Rams Seahawks. That that I think was the game of the week. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. and that happened early. That happened on Thursday night. That was a fun Thursday night game. That was a very um, good Thursday night game. I thought Greg the Leg Zerline let me down, but that's okay. That's okay. People can make that mistake once in a while. I was Justin watching Tucker, this game. Justin Tucker did miss a PAT a couple of years back to lose a game. Mm-hmm. So I think that is what it is. It, it is what it is. You Don't can't make every wrong. single game. That guy is a legend. He's still an amazing. He's a character. legend. He I hope this doesn't impact him in the future. Like you know, like he'll pull a Blair Walsh, and he just his career. Yeah, because Blair Walsh just, was a good kicker before. Yeah, he but started missing. Greg the leg is better than Blair Walsh. Yeah, no, yeah, so no. I think he'll yeah, be definitely. fine. Um, I think that's that's like the main. I guess. I mean, Russell the, Wilson. Russell he, Wilson did kill it. <laughs> I love Russell Wilson. My brother's an Eagles fan. Still has a Russell Wilson's jersey in his closet. Yeah, it's fun to see. Russell I, Wilson killed it. I love. I, I love Chris Carson. Chris Carson is. Very he's just good. like he's just like a pin uh, a pinball. He just balances off everything. Yeah, it's fun to definitely. see. Yeah, uh, and then Will Disley, tight end Will Disley. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Every time I hear his name, I hear like like farmers music in the background. <laughs> like <laughs> Will Disley. Yeah, uh, that is quite crazy. And but the, and the tight end, both tight ends on both teams. Uh, so Will Disley did well, but Gerald Everett mm-hmm. from the Rams, I think he did very well as a tight end. Yep, he had his career yard in receiving, career year, uh, career game receiving with one hundred thirty six yards. Todd Gurley, this was his best performance this not year. Not saying much though. I mean, he finally but got some. He finally got, he got some decent amount yards. of touches. I think he got like eighteen touches, 15, if I had my 15, notes right. Fifteen. Not eighteen touches, complete, uh, complete like oh, receptions. Okay, so eighteen yeah. touches okay. total, two touchdowns. I mean, right now he's he's a touchdown dependent player. Right so. now, as of right now, yeah. yeah. Jones is like that too, but Jones is actually but getting Jones receiving. actually Jones gets, is getting rushing yards now. Too. I mean, Jones gets touches. He, I mean, I think every single week Jones has more touches than. Jones, but Jones every week gets Gurley. a touchdown too, though. Not every week. Most other, of the time, other than the Bears games, he's gotten a Bears. No, I think you're right about that. I want yeah. to look back that look back at that, but I think that's true. Yeah. Um. Want to move on to week six? Yeah. Predictions? This week's gonna be pretty interesting, actually. I think a lot could happen. Starting, but not, but that's not gonna start with Thursday night. That's that's for sure. Um. Yeah. The uh, for those of you who don't know, it's the Giants at the Patriots. Yeah. Um, the Patriots are seventeen point favorites. I don't know if that's the biggest this season, but that's pretty big. Uh, um, I think the Patriots against the Dolphins was a bigger spread. Really? Show, yeah. I mean, I know the Jets-Eagles game was a 14-point spread. That's but... pretty big as well. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to take the Patriots on that one. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't think we should talk about this. Yeah. Saquon Barkley is not coming back this week. So, I mean, he's still like way ahead of his um, timetable to come back. Okay, yep. But I, he will see him next week, I think, but not and this week. And then we have a London game coming up in... Uh, on Sunday, Sunday morning, uh, we got uh, Panthers Bucks. Yep. Uh, this is going to be an interesting game. Both this is a division game as well, so this is kind of a must-win game for mm-hmm. both teams. Because I mean, three and two, two and three—that's basically one game behind. And the win here yep. ties uh, ties it up and gets the head of um, advantage. Right now, the Panthers are two-point favorites. Um, I think I'm going to choose Carolina here. Really? Yeah. I see. The thing is, they already played each other. And the Bucks won. Oh right, yeah, that was week two, right? Exactly. And yeah, Mc- but they I shut think... down McCaffrey. They McCaffrey also... was non-existent that game. Awful. I mean, Cam Newton was also playing that game, so I'll. I mean, 
I think Carolina wins just because they're a better defensive, talented team. They're both traveling to London. It's a defense. Uh, it's a division game. I don't think they lose twice to Tampa Bay. I don't think Tampa Bay is good enough for Carolina to lose twice in a row. Okay. Uh, to, to twice uh, against them. I'll also agree with you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Carolina. Plus okay. Also because I have Christian McCaffrey on my fantasy team. Ah, a man of and, true culture. Like, see, so like, I can't really root against... I mean, yeah. that's just because he does well doesn't necessarily mean they'll win. But normally that team's ba- that offense is based on him, so points-wise. Mm-hmm. But even regardless of fantasy, I think uh, Carolina's going to win. Because, I mean, Jan- it'll be a close game, though. I expect it to be... It should be decided. I think it'll be a one-possession game. For okay. Sure. But yeah, I think Carolina wins that game. Uh, next up, um, I can't make a prediction for this next game because I'm going to keep this going. I'm not predicting any Eagles games, but just breaking it down, um, this will be Dalvin Cook game. is going to get shut down, I think, for sure. All right, then you already gave your prediction. No, no, that, 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 no predictions here. I mean, you know that, what I, mean, I want that's to a, say. That's a, pretty strong, but, that's a pretty strong indication of where no, you're going. Uh, no, Dalvin Cook, top two running back right now. Versus the best running defense in football. And I think the more important thing is that um, while we're number one at uh, stopping the run, we're like 27th at stopping the pass. So I think Kirk Cousins is going to throw the ball more. And I mean, I'd love if they stuck to the run just because it's just not going to work most likely. But I mean, I, our team is so bad secondary-wise. I think you just, yeah. you, you just got to throw All right, so it. this game's in Minnesota. Yep. So, I mean, I'm sorry, Reed. I'm gonna take the Vikings at this point. Okay, uh, um, they're three point favorites. Just to have they are three point pay yeah. favorites. Uh, I think they'll cover it. I think it'll be three points. I think they'll get. I think they win by a touchdown. Okay, bold. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that's, I can't say anything. So we'll move on. Texans at Chiefs. Um, this is this could be game of the week. Yeah, um, the, the Chiefs the defense still sucks. They're five point favorites. It's in um, Kansas City. Chiefs defense still sucks, so the Texans are going to, you know, I think they're going to continue what they did against Atlanta last week. And take the W? Upset <laughs> of the week. I, the Texans win it all. Texans win it. Huh? Upset of the week. <laughs> really? Uh, I find it interesting how Kansas City keeps on getting these home games, man. What the heck? I mean, they, they just keep on playing at home. Uh, I think uh, Kansas City wins. I think okay. they'll bounce back. I think Tyreek Hill plays this week, too. So if Tyreek Hill plays, then you're gonna change your pick. No, I, I'm gonna stick. Yeah, with that's stick what's with up, Reed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take the Chiefs. So. Um, Ty Tyreek Hill's playing this week. Okay. I think that's gonna be. I mean, he's questionable right now, but I'm pretty sure he's gonna play this week, and I think that's gonna do it for them. Mm-hmm. And Mahomes, he's playing, I guess, somewhat with a tweaked ankle, but I think he should be fine. <sighs> yeah. He's not, he's, it's he's, something to watch. Like he's a dog. Earlier. He has a dog mentality, so yeah. he's gonna. I think he's gonna pull through, and mm-hmm. I think uh, the Chiefs will take this one. Okay. And I also need them to because I don't want the Texans to be in the division. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Slight homer pick there. Then. Yeah. Um, but slightly, but yeah. Even regardless, I'll still take the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, oh game. wait, this could be the most important game. Who's gonna be? Who's gonna wait? The, uh, who's win gonna? The, who's not gonna become one? The tank fest of the game, man. Yeah. Tank fest of the year. Uh, tank fest, tank bowl, tank, tank bowl, tank. I like tank bowl. Yeah. Uh, I think the Dolphins win the tank bowl. So basically, I got the Redskins winning. Okay, so I was confused right. for a second. Okay, so you got the Redskins winning this game. Yeah, they win the toilet bowl. Uh, <laughs> the Dolphins win the toilet bowl. Yeah. 
Okay, so that, wait, wait, I'm confused. So if you win, you lose. Yeah, if you win the toilet bowl, you lose the game. Okay. Yeah, because it's um, the... the the Dolphins are no the Redskins are three and a half point favorites in Miami. Um, I don't want to even this. I want I want this game to end as a tie just for the memes. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would pick a tie, but I since I have to pick a team, I'll pick the Redskins. But I mean, yeah, don't I'll, get pick me a, wrong. I'll pick the Redskins. I really, I really don't care who. If I'm wrong about this prediction, oh, no, it, I honestly couldn't care. Redskins about fans aren't watching this game. Dolphins fans aren't watching this game. No one's watching this it, game. Yeah. Uh, if, so, if anyone even goes to this game, I'll be kind of disappointed. Yeah. But. This is gonna I want to see how much these tickets are for worth. this type of game. I want to see Dwayne Haskins start. I think yeah, this exactly. Is could, I don't know what could, they're doing. He could be like, this is where they can make the conversation. Is he better than Daniel Jones if he mm-hmm. kills it against the Dolphins? Okay. Uh, dude, this is gonna be another interesting game. Saints Jags. This is what the Jags are one point favorites and at you, home because it's at home and Teddy Bridgewater is actually facing a legitimate defense. He's he's facing a legitimate quarterback too. And, hey, yeah, <laughs> Gardner the Goat Minshew man. And Minshew DJ Chark, DJ Chark in terms of performance wise is performing mm-hmm. for the same level as Michael Thomas. I don't think this is going to be a close game. I think the Saints win. Yeah, well, really? Uh, yeah. I think the Saints are going to win too. I don't I don't understand I don't, why it's only a one point spread. Uh, I think it's mainly because normally since it's an away game that affects it. Yeah, I and know, but it's... also the Jags defense. Bridgewater is gonna. I think he's gonna face a lot of pressure against that Jags defense because like it's kind of how Bridgewater faced the same pressure when he was against the Rams defense. Mm-hmm. I think that's gonna carry over. True, I guess, but I don't. And I the think Cow- the Saints... when, he was, when when the Saints were against the Cowboys, the Cowboys defense was not like up to par. The, I think the Cowboys defense might be better than Jacksonville though. Uh, I agree, but the thing is, the Cowboys weren't like they weren't playing up to par in general. Like mm-hmm. they just weren't there. That's yeah. the same with last week against Green Bay. I think that they're just not like I don't know what's going on. They're not all there. Yeah. Okay. But I think that, I mean, that's mainly because they played easier opponents in the first three mm-hmm. weeks. I mean, I think the Saints score. They cover the spread. They win. I think they win by a touchdown. Fair enough. Okay. But I think. Yeah, it'll be a one possession game. I got Saints win. This is another pretty big spread. Um, Bengals at Ravens, eleven and a half point favorites. Right, I'm not going to talk about this game. Yep, we can just keep yeah, on moving right, on. Move on. We all know who wins that yep. game. Okay, Seahawks um, Browns. Seahawks are. Um, it's in Cleveland. Seahawks are one and a half point favorites. I think that should be higher. I think. <laughs> I wow. Think, I think the I think the Seahawks win it. I think the Browns win it. Okay. I'm really? Okay. You, I think Odell comes back. You think Odell back. comes back? Okay. And I think that's the only reason they win. Actually, and that and Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, 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 Chubb. I can't pick this team until Baker Mayfield stops leading the league in interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'll stick with Seattle. All right, yeah. Uh, I think the game gets close, though. And if it's not close, it'll be because of Baker Mayfield. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like it was with the Seattle <laughs> with the, the yeah. 49ers game. I predict the Browns would win, and that's... I picked the 49ers. You picked the Browns, if I yeah, remember, right? correct, yeah. Um. But yeah. this time, the Niners might lose their win streak. They're against the Rams. The Rams at home. Rams are three-point favorites. <laughs> um, so this game is in L.A. Um, For, I just want to take a short break. This NFC West division is it, it's fire. It's, fire. It, it's nice to see. Outside of the 
Sorry, but... we, yeah, the Cardinals. But I mean, the Cardinals are also like a joke of an organization. Anyway, um, Jared Goff versus Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt Breida versus Todd Gurley. Um, Which is actually comparable now since Todd Gurley's not looking up to par like he normally Okay, is. I think the it's 49ers. In, it's in LA, but in LA doesn't mean anything because the Rams. Yeah, don't really I mean, there's, there's going to be more. Um, 49ers fans, maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. It may even be 50-50, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think I want to pick the 49ers. I think that defensive line is going to give Jared Goff fits. And I also think I think Jimmy Garoppolo will be just good enough to game manage this game. And it will be a close game, but I don't see the Rams going 3-3. Three and three, So... I'll pick the Rams. Oh, wow. I, I mean, I have the same exact reasonings for why you'd pick the 49ers, and that's exactly why I'm picking the 49ers. Okay, <laughs> sticking with it. Okay, yeah. I like it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think the Niners go 5-0, and and I think it's because of the pressure that Jared Goff's going to be facing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Aaron Donald versus the 49ers' defensive line, offensive line, they did a really good job against Miles Garrett. I mean, I, I only ever heard his name like once on like a positive play. Yeah, exactly. So, I think... They, but then like, again, Aaron Donald and Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett's good, but Aaron Donald's like... Yeah, but Aaron Donald's not playing like that He's right not now. playing He's that more, right now, I think, yeah. I'd say, I, I think there's a fair enough argument you can make that Miles Garrett's playing better than Aaron Donald right now. This fair season. enough, fair enough. So, I think, yeah. I mean, both those players well, my, are that's similar. That's because, I mean, Aaron Donald's having a slow start. Though. Yeah, I mean, Don, I mean Donald, uh, Donald also plays in, in the interior. So, I mean, I don't know how well the interior of that defensive line will hold up, but... Just seeing how they faced the 49ers, great pass rush with, I mean, Joe Staley's out. They're playing with backup tackles and stuff. Yeah. And they did a good job. Kyle Shanahan, I can see why you picked the 49ers. I just can't see the Rams going 3-3, three and three, so I'll stick with the Rams there. Yeah, because I feel like the Rams, I think this is like a must-win game, mm-hmm. so I can see why. Um, uh, Fal- Falcons, Cardinals. <laughs> they'll be, they'll be in that. They'll then mm-hmm. be like, they're going to be third in the I mean, they're right now our third. They're right now our third, which so, is... Whack. They, yeah, that's whack. That is whack. <laughs> that's very whack. Uh, this game's also pretty It's irrelevant. another tank ball, I think. This is kind of a tank ball. Like I mean, low-key. I don't know how the Cardinals have a better record than the Falcons. That blows my mind. But uh, this, for some reason, the I think the Falcons are going to cover the spread. They're 2.5 point favorites. I think. In, Atlanta, in Arizona, I think, yeah, I think Atlanta wins. Uh, nothing much to talk about here. I just think they're a better team. And I find it shocking how Austin Hooper leads the team in receiving yards. And yep, I just saw that. Ridley um, or Julio Jones. I mean, he's ahead of Larry Fitzgerald in every statistic, except they're tied for two touchdowns apiece. So that's interesting to see. Yeah. Um, Titans... At Broncos. I think Broncos win this game. I think the Broncos win. It's a two-point... Um, the Broncos are two-point favorites at home. Broncos, I think they now started to catch the fire after they beat the Chargers. I think that's that's a pretty big win. I mean, the Chargers aren't at full health. They mm-hmm. don't have Derwin James. But, I mean, that's a that's a pretty big win, I would say. And I think... Uh, I think the Titans win it. I just think... And the, to be fair, Broncos, all of their games have been close outside of... No, it's going to be a close game. That's why it's only a two-point spread. So it's going to be a close like, game. You can make the argument they beat the Bears. You could have made... They could have beat... They should have beat the they Bears. They should have beat yeah. the Bears, exactly. I mean, but yeah, like, I mean, they should... Their record doesn't mean it. I mean, they're not going to make the playoffs, but I'm saying their record doesn't mean anything because there's, mm-hmm. don't look at the record and judge the team. That's yeah. All. That's why I'm saying uh, the Bron- I think the Broncos will win this Okay, game. I think the Broncos... 
Okay. But AJ Brown, though, oh wow, he's been killing it for the Titans. My I goodness. think this is just one of those games where it's like no one watches it, but the Titans somehow sneak by. You know? Yeah, I think uh, I think I could see that happen too. I don't want to see it happen, but I mean, I'll see. Uh, I'll say the Broncos winning this. Okay, um, moving on. Cowboys at Jets. We I don't know how. I don't it. even know how it's a one. What? How the spread seven is only points. seven points? It should be. Higher. I think because Donald's coming back. Fair. Oh yeah, yeah, true, true. He's cleared to play now, so he is playing. Uh, um, okay. I don't think it would guess, matter too I much. I guess that's why it's a seven point spread. Um, and if the Cowboys lose this game, they should give up all hope. Agreed. Agree with that. Yeah. I mean, okay. What's fair. the point? I mean, all right. okay. I mean, the go. Eagles literally like were, were they were asking the Jets to come back into that game and. They just yeah. didn't. So if you lose to the Jets, you might as well just end this. Just um, start um, tanking. Unless Sam Darnold goes off. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that you can't make that comparison. Has he ever gone game. off, though? He went off, like, his first game against, like, Detroit. And after he, he just, threw that pick six. Yeah, and then yeah. after, and that, then he after that, he just went off. Yeah. He, I don't think he ever went off after that, though. He's yeah, just correct, been, like, yeah. kind of cruising. Um, Saturday Night Football. This game, this match looks so good before the season. <laughs> <laughs> um. Steelers yeah, at Chargers. Yeah, Gordon would play. Hunter Ch- Henry would be there. Derwin Chargers are six and a half point favorites. Yeah. Um, I think the Chargers win it. I think the Steelers win it. Really? I mean, I don't think is Rudolph playing. He's still if, if Rudolph ball. even doesn't play, I'll still take the Steelers. Really? You know why? It's because I like. I even their backup quarterback. I think he's like okay. Who's their backup right now? I don't even remember <laughs> the name, and I don't even need to know the name because I think. I think it's like I don't even know, but uh, mm-hmm. I think James Conner and Juju will like, and their defense is actually not even that bad. So I think they'll carry it over, and I think they should be able to get this win. It is in LA, so maybe that could change anything. Okay, it their quarterback stuff. behind Mason Rudolph is Devlin Hodges. Yeah, Baptist. Who is he? Yeah, he did, <laughs> he did okay, I guess, in last week, but. Because, I mean, the game was close against Baltimore last week. I think uh, that's going to be my upset, I guess, of the week. I guess that's an upset? I mean, kind of. Yeah, I mean, that that is. That is. That is for sure an upset. Yeah. That, that, that's probably. It's just a shame that this game is just. I think that's my only upset. I mean, this game would have been so fun, like, last season. Big Ben, healthy Phillip Rivers, Derwin James, and it's just not going to. Turn out the way yeah, it should. My, yeah, that's my upset of the week. I'll take the Steelers. Um, right. And then game of the week, in my opinion, Lions at Packers, the Monday Night, Night Football. Yeah. Um, okay, quick. Okay, we just need to pause this real quick. Um, can we get Booger out of the the um, commentating booth? Booger McFarlane? Yes, get oh, him God. out. Get oh, him. my Lord. He, apparently, the 49ers' outlook on the season is completely dependent on Kyle Juszczyk. The only team that uses like an actual fullback, <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Uzcheck. He also said that Miles Garrett needs to develop a signature move in order to be an elite pass rusher. He already is an elite pass rusher. Exactly. He, he can't get much. <laughs> he, can, he can't. He can't get much. He, he, there's no way he can go down. And I think he's already like. I don't think he needs a s- signature skill. What the heck? Signature skill. What? Yes, exactly. What? what? That's not get Booger out of this booth. I mean, yeah. it's just. It makes Monday Night Football such a pain to I watch. Wish, I mean, oh. that's what they keep on throwing money at Peyton to do it. But Peyton's still doing that ESPN Do, do you know who Dude. Zach Schaumler is? Uh, I've heard of him, yeah. Uh, you should check out his work. He, I think he might... He's definitely not going to commentate an NFL game anytime soon. Yeah. But I would take him for sure over Booger, 
McFarland. I mean, first of all, his name's Booger. <laughs> Second of all, he has not. He has no productive value to that. I mean, I think me and you could probably have a better comment <laughs> than Booger McFarland. <laughs> I mean, at least they got rid of the Booger Mobile, so that, that's fine. Um, getting back to the game, the Packers are four point favorites at home. I think they cover. I think they win. Yeah. Do you think they cover or it's closer? I think I think they don't cover. I think it's going to be close. I think four points. I think it'll be like a four point spread. Like it would end up being like really close. Okay. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Detroit. They're coming up a bye week, so I mean, they probably had more time to prepare. But I think the Packers are just more talented, and it's in Lambeau Field. Packers can't lose this game because then they'll go to two losses. And then they would be second, and the Lions would be first. Right? No, they wouldn't. The Lions would be three, two, and one, and the Packers would be four and two. Oh, so they'd still okay. be winning okay, the division. All right. Okay. Um, they I just can't. Still, I can't see the Packers winning, losing two in Lambeau in a row. That's my take. So. Okay. So I'll stick with that. All right. Then yeah. Then I'm with you. I think the Packers yep. win this game. I it's going to be a fun game. I think they. I think I'm with you. I think that it'll be like a four point game, three game, three point game, maybe three to four. Points. I love that we're actually thinking of the Lions of like a, as a nice team. Like who would have thought this would be a now. good game? But here we are, and it is going to be a good game. It's going to be a very good game. I think uh, it'll it'll be close. I think uh, what's his name? Carry on Johnson will do very well mm-hmm. this game, and I think. The Packers have been shutting down the run a lot recently, but I think uh, I think Carryon Johnson will bring it back up. Uh, and Devontae Adams is coming back for the yeah. Packers. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be the main thing. And uh, Aaron Jones is coming off a breakout performance. so We'll see if that continues. We'll see if he continues. And if he does continue, then there's going to be no doubt in my mind. I mean, I don't, I don't know the stats, but Matt, Matthew Stafford is just not good against the Packers. So, I would just... <laughs> but he's been a that. good quarterback this year so far. I mean, yeah, in, but the, in four games, he's not... Pro, he's he's not been playing, playing good. Yeah, he's been playing good Only for sure. Only two picks this year. Yep. Nine touchdowns. That's not... I mean, I mean you not, can make an argument he's been playing better than Rodgers for sure. And I, I would agree with that argument. And I would agree with that right now as well. Mm-hmm. Rodgers hasn't been, like, really... He hasn't been standout. His stats aren't showing it, but when you see him play, he's obviously gonna. You're gonna say he's playing well when you see him play. I don't think he's been playing. I mean, I, the Cowboys game, he was good. So, the Cowboys game, he was good. I mean, the I Eagles think that game, the Eagles game, you can make the argument he wasn't playing like well. No, but, he was playing well that game. But too. I mean, until he, Adams he, came he, out, he, yeah, then, until Adams went out. That's what I'm, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Normally, you see the closer, Adam uh, Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. And you didn't see it that time, because but that's also because their wide receiver mm-hmm. one is out. But he did lead the team down the field. Yeah. Takes some props there. But yeah, uh, Packers should be able to win this game. And if they don't, I would be quite shocked. Yep. Wow, okay. Um, Actually, no, the Lions, if they do win, they would be leading the division. Because they're 3-1-1. 3-1-1. They only have one two. loss. Oh, no, but... They only oh, have it's, one it goes by losses first. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I thought it went by wins first. Yeah, right. no, no. Nope. It doesn't, yeah. They would be winning, correct. Okay. Because yeah, that that would be a higher percentage than what the Packers mm-hmm. win percentage would be. Uh, or yeah. I mean, do you have anything left to say? Um, no. Colts are taking a bye week, so I got nothing else to say. So do the Bears, Bills, Raiders. Uh, I think uh, this is gonna be an interesting week of football. Um, but I wouldn't say it's. I don't know if it'll be more interesting than last week, but we got some nice matchups this we week. We got some nice ma- matchups. Way better than week four. That week four week. The was key matchups I think that we do need to look at are the Eagles, Vikings, Texans, Chiefs, 
Seahawks, Browns, and I Packers, think. Lions, right? Packers, Lions. That's four good and matchups. And then the Niners, Rams could potentially be a good matchup too. Wait, let's just plan my schedule first. So, um, probably not going to watch the Giants game tomorrow. Not going to watch the Panthers game. Watch the Eagles game one, and then the four p.m. Sl- four p.m. slots. 49ers, Rams, I'll well, probably watch that. And then probably won't watch Sunday Night Football. And then Lions, Packers. So I think we got some nice game slots going. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, and that's all I got to say for this week. Okay. You good? Yeah, I'm good now. Um, I'll end it off on a high note. Mitch Trubisky sucks. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, share this podcast on Instagram. Give us some likes and, you know, reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this. Um... Have a good weekend and peace out. Bye.